You naive, stupid, stupid son of a bitch. This week, the world moves for the NRL. Footy Tips apologises by giving out participation trophies. And we batten down the hatches for the incoming storm. Welcome to On The Ranch. Episode 81 of On The Ranch for 2021. Yep, the whole world moves for the NRL. Laurie Spina Shield, the Supercars, Music Festival, they all just get out of the way because the NRL is coming. All got moved just for this time. Yay. <laughs> I'm Rob at XR Bob on Twitter, sitting across from me at the Barking Frog MC. Hi. Hello. Uh, next to him <laughs> at Morgan Holmes Evans. Hey everyone, how's it going? Uh, the new trading card addict. Yeah, look, I've opened a couple uh, packs today. And <laughs> you eyed them off again already. <laughs> oh, no, straight away. Very shiny right here in front of me. Shiny, foily thing oh, sitting, sitting across from him. Pistol's back. In the house. <laughs> I wondered what that smell was. Back for another week of fun Frivolity. times yeah. and good atmosphere. Yeah. Is this another mystery mystery injury? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was, I was generally crook. I went to work on Monday last week. Did my job and everything and went home at 4 o'clock. By 5 o'clock, I was showered in bed. Did not get out of bed till midday Wednesday. Done. Absolutely. Don't, don't know what hit me. Did you have the jab? Did not have the jab. <laughs> well, no, we don't go there. I didn't and, know uh, that was open for lunch that time, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that voice you heard was big Georgie Gaddis. He's back in the house. Hey, boys. It's so good to be back. Oh, mate. Good to have you back. Good to have you back. It's been a, it's been a while. Of, 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 uh, he's an extended... Plenty of invitations to me. I'm sorry I haven't been able to get here sooner, but... That's what it is. You're a busy man. Sorry we got you off the couch. Uh, <laughs> out of bed, I should say. Yeah. Overtime, overtimes, uh, night shifts are not what they make out. Not, but they, they hurt you in so many different ways. The money's good, but the, uh, but the sleep it kills you. I could imagine. I could imagine. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, well, well, he's our most regular guest. He's been on the most, the, on I know. most times. I know. It's between... Between George and uh, Kyle Felt, I think, at the moment. Yeah, well, Kyle's done been twice. Yeah. This is George's third run. I know. Yeah. In th- all in We've three different present. locations. We've got a present for you, too. We've got some trading cards. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just feel unsafe having these trading cards here. What are we going to walk into going outside? Are we gonna have, is going to be anybody we're jumping us? For, we're yeah. going to get jumped for these cards. Yeah, yeah, I reckon we will. We're in the suburb for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shout out to where we are. Yeah. <laughs> we're in our hidden poddock. Yep, the product. Yeah. Anumba. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah. Sorry yeah. to anyone that lives in Anumba. Yeah, that's a bit of a slight. Is it acceptable to pop the, the uh, oh, yeah. hands? Oh, it's yeah. Well, it's encouraged. It's encouraged. It's encouraged? Yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry to... Uh, oh, God, yeah, good. Can that sounded good. Can that be our intro? We ditch all the uh, opening music and just have so, well, we had the We had the bottle last week. Yes. yes. Yeah, went well. Uh, in reference to the multis last week, we got some mail. Uh, Carsten Brum said it's um, our multis were probably a higher chance of winning than usual. Wow. <laughs> He's not wrong. Three from three, and they all lost, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Can't, can't, can't argue, can't can't argue that. Say. Yeah, okay. Sammy Davis. He didn't even uh, make it to a final leg. Okay. No. 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 But, what, but at least when we did you bomb out? When did you bomb out? I think on what one of you's made leg two. Uh, Another one might have made leg three. Mine was sort of. Mine's the in the run sheet. I put mine in two the of them. Two of them got voided yeah, because yeah. of the change of venue. But I got done. <laughs> one leg got done. The Melbourne Hawthorne match. Because oh. I had Melbourne minus 28 and a half. Yeah, yeah. And it was a draw. And it was a tie. Yeah. He's with the favourites in the AFL. Yeah. 
the dirty favourites in AFL. They yeah. never yeah. come home. I got, oh. I got the first leg and then, yeah, St Kilda lost to Port Adelaide. But Canberra won. Brisbane but then Collingwood Lions. lost. Yeah. That's what killed me, St Kilda, on Saturday night. Lions killed me. Saints got me. I needed Lions to win and Zorko to kick one. And I was, I mean, Ari about that Saints Port Adelaide. I was going to go Port Adelaide. I should have. But I was pretty sure Saints would get it. Sammy yeah. Davis asked if it was Frog's birthday on the 17th. It was. Merry oh, Christmas. was it? It was, yeah. Oh, happy birthday for the 17th. Thank you. I'm sure we said that last week. Yeah, we did. We yeah. sort of quickly touched on it. Yeah. But I think it was because I also put a post out during the weekend because I was working. Yeah, something like I was that. doing the plumer push, so. Len Collins wrote in and asked, hey guys, thanks for the great pod. No worries, Len. Uh, he noticed something about the On the Ranch logo while striving to work today. Wondered if you guys knew something the rest of us didn't know in the current climate. Pretty sure the logo hasn't changed since COVID started. And weird that it hasn't occurred to me until today. Keep up the great work, lads. Five stars now. I'm guessing he's talking about the neckerchief over the mouth. I would so it's say like a so. mask. But uh, I looked it up, Len, and that logo was created January, February-ish 2020. Yeah. So... You're ahead of the game, boys. We are, yeah. yeah. We should have put a little QR code Simpson, right the, the Simpsons have got nothing on us. <laughs> That's yeah. a crack <laughs> idea. A QR code. Maybe because it's just bank robbers, just bandits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys used to wear those kind of things, scarves over their faces yeah. to keep when the dust out when they were riding. Train. And when we went well, live we before, dust. we had a few comments. Yeah, we did. A few people. Carsten uh, compete uses trades on his tips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my supercoach. Yeah, 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 yeah. trades. Supercoach trades on his tips. Uh, <laughs> Carsten, <laughs> I, I believe. Uh, <laughs> I believe Carsten's other question was for George. What do you think of the six again rule? What, is you, um, what do you see as the biggest difference uh, compared to when you were playing? Uh, I think it, I think it's um, it's gone a long way to taking the taking the delays out of the game and and, and putting players under fatigue. Um, I think for for a while there it was. I think for a long while there, it just was too much rest, and it, it really changed the game too far one direction. Now you've, we've gone the six again rule. I think it's really made um, showed up the gap between the really good teams and the average teams. Yep. Who can't who can't um, defend back to back sets? Yep. Yeah. You, know, you look at the the lesser sides who are probably struggling a little bit, um, and you know, the Broncos. I one that jumped to mind. They just can't seem to defend. You know, yeah, they they get a few sets of six again and down their end, and that's just about game over. You can almost predict the game over the trial line. Yeah. Um, whereas the the better sides, they they they, they can endure that. Uh, they they can endure that onset of fatigue and um and that pressure that the six again puts on you. So I think it's a great rule. Um, I think there's a there's a few parts of that rule that may need tweaking because um, the, the the attacking team loses the advantage when there's infringements inside your inside your half. You know where where you can kick long and yep. get out of your half. If you're trapped in your twenty meter and you get a uh, six again, then you just have to keep on working it out. If you're getting dominated, you, you lose the advantage of that penalty. So yeah. there's, I think it was a great introduction. Um, but there, there's certainly some parts that need to be tweaked. Yeah. And uh, there's certainly some parts of our adjudicating that need to be looked at as well. Yeah, yeah. That is creating confusion um, uh, 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 amongst the supporters who watch the game week in, week out. It's funny, I read some stats today, uh, came out earlier in the week, but it was from the Rugby League eye test which I've, I'm sure yeah, I've mentioned you've, it before. you've gone in there before, yeah. <clears throat> and he's, he deep dives into the stats big time, but he went, th- went through and had a look at the stats of all the set restarts, um, broke it down into ruck infringement or inside the 10, broke it down by team, broke it down to the minute 
and he's got a thousand graphs and it's there's a trend that most set restarts are in the first half and then they taper off to the point where in most games 90 percent i think he said 90 percent of games there's no set restarts in the last 10 minutes wow and that's that's going on every round since it's and you would think it would be the other way wouldn't you yeah you would think early on in the game when you when you the fatigue isn't a factor you'd be wouldn't be lying in the tackle as much and this and that. Well, it may be early on. I suppose you may do because you're testing the water. Well, yeah, he, goes, he, he goes into that a bit, and especially the way because the storm seemed to be dominating it and have mastered it at the moment. And part of the, his deep dive goes into how they give away a lot of ruck infringements in the first ten or fifteen, and then they die right off, and then they might get done for the ten. Yep, but. No, almost no ruck infringements after 15, 20 minutes. And it seems his theory is like they're testing how much they can get away with in the first 10 or 15 with that ref, and then they back it off because by then they've applied the pressure yep. and they're ahead usually at that point anyway. And it's yeah. a, sm- a smart way to go about it if that, is, if that is the theory of the Melbourne Storm and if that's how they're exploiting it. And they, they are always the front runners at exploiting <coughs> rule changes or little... Uh, yep. uh, or little um, Little tricks that can slow down the game in their favour. Mm. I think it's just. I mean, and they have been that way for for a very long time. Well, you look at the coaching team that, that Bellamy's got. I mean, because it's not all Bellamy. Let's let's be real. It's not all Bellamy, but he's got a good team of coaching staff around him. That discipline, though. He what they are very well drilled, but they what he brings in is discipline. And and in this game, in this modern era of football now, where six and en- six gains can have such a detrimental impact, yep. um, knowing how to knowing how to manage that, knowing how to uh, tweak it in your favour, um, does affect the outcome of the game. It used to be that if you completed more than thirty sets in a match, um, you would win most of your games. Now yep. with that introduction of the six again rule uh, that number is skewed so yeah. to speak because yeah. of the six again you're getting a lot more sets in the game mm-hmm. uh, but not necessarily um, it's not necessarily yeah it's not um, necessarily uh, the total number you the, probably the, want one after the other you want consecutive sets we're, we're now 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 you mm-hmm. whereas in, in total you may have got uh, 30 sets 30 sets you had to complete 30 sets to, to, to win a match yep so now you might have um, the total number of sets you might actually get, uh, instead of being say forty for the match, you might get fifty-five. Yeah, it's not. Is it a true indicator? You know, so yeah. And of it, those fifty-five, how many are you actually getting six tackles? You know, you exactly. Might be, you might be like two tackles in a set, and then yeah. ah, six to get six again. Mm. Then you might get another three oh, tackles. Oh, oh, six again. You I, haven't even had, you haven't even really finished a set. I think and you just had it again. And I again. think statisticians will get to a point in the, in, in the next few years where they'll work out if you have more than X number of six gains against you in a game that you will lose most games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's where we'll get to where, where the, that that on that number of six gains um, will affect your ability to defend your try line. And, and there'll be some stats that support that. But, you know, we've just got to wait now and see how these rule changes um, play out statistically over time now. Fair yeah. Cool, fair cool. Interesting that another thing he mentions is the trailing team gets the bulk of the set restarts towards the end of most games. Mm. Gets where. Is that a bit like mm. Is that a bit like Super Mario Kart? 
yeah. when you're coming last, when you get all the better boosts yeah, and you go right. faster. But yeah. the penalty yeah. count has always been like that. Yeah. The penalty count has always been like that. There's always the screw up. One side yeah. gets a heap the first half. That's right. The, the other side gets some the second half. And, uh. and they make sure that the game looks fairly moderate. But the number of penalties that you get in a row early in the game can blow sides out of the water. It's likewise now with the six of games. If you get a number of them early in the match... You just put sides under that much fatigue that later on in the match they haven't got the gas to um, yeah. to, to to score the points. So it's it's I think the introduction of that rule has, has been fantastic, but uh, I'm, I'm sure you've touched on the on on the, the head high tackle mm. um, crackdown that's also had a massive effect on the game. I mean, you're losing you losing a player um, due to minimal high contact. And then the side has to defend with that six again rule, one short. Wow, uh, it's asking a lot of questions. You almost guarantee, you know, you've seen sides that were getting blown away um, with the introduction of that high tackle crackdown have all of a sudden clawed their way short in the gap between the top sides again. So <clears throat> good in some aspects, but bad in others. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Corbin Kelly said, or asked, how have we gone from the world's slowest starters to getting quick starts and throwing the game away? Yeah. Well, what is it like? The last four games now, we've had a, we've almost gone to like a, we've scored 12, about twelve points 12 very, nil. very quickly. We've been twelve nil the last, at least the last two weeks. Sorry. And against Manly, we didn't score against Newcastle, but yeah, the last. Oh, couple, you're right. Sorry, yeah, last yeah, few yeah. weeks. Yeah. 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 But even then, the and Manly game, they scored first, but then we put on twelve points unanswered. And yeah. Same as against the Bunnies, we did the same thing. I think it was one of one of the games we did this. We, they scored first, but missed the kick. But then we scored twice, really, really quickly. Bunnies yeah, kicked the penalty goal, and we scored twice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was the penalty goal. Yeah, I knew it was something. I knew they scored something, but then we scored twelve points and went bang, bang, bang. Ryan Robbie asked, "Hey Pete, how many points will we pump the storm by?" Good question, Ryan. I'm thinking up here in the tropics, probably lazy thirteen plus. I think you're dreaming. Pistols back, and George Gaddis might be your best show yet. Says Josh Elmer. Yeah. Uh, KJ Reed, shout out to Tommy Gilbert. Those images in the sheds shows what the club means to the boys. Hard to watch, but love his passion. Yeah, and is. that was pretty tough to watch. Now that now you know, now that we've all got to know Tommy quite well, that was pretty tough to watch that those I, I saw that vision uh, when I got home uh, from up, up north and um, I saw that vision. I was like I hadn't didn't even really know what the score was what what happened at that stage, but I saw the vision of Tommy in the sheds, um, you know, obviously distraught or not distraught mm. distraught's probably the wrong, a bit strong but I think it's not far off he was he was quite upset and, yeah. I, and I didn't know what was going on I'm going what the hell's going on here and I had to do a bit of research to find out what was going on but yeah there could be underlying factors we don't know about oh look I mean, there could be a thousand issues, reasons why but we love Tommy I, and I do like what Molo he's was a doing competitor though. he's a competitor oh yeah and that's why that's why he's loved at that place yeah. you know, like he he, bring, he brings a level <clears throat> he brings a level of uh Tenacity and you know he doesn't want to lose. He's, a lot he's of competitiveness. What, speaking of Tommy, then he, and this is for everyone. Thoughts on a lot of people turning around saying he could potentially be a future captain for the club. Yep. Yeah, and um, I mean we, we've had him on we had him on the podcast a few weeks ago now and speaks very very well. He's very very smart footy head. Um, but yeah, I mean thoughts. I think he's pretty quiet. Maybe I don't know what he's like around the boys sort of in the game. But on the game, but they a lot of the boys when I've heard he's he's off the field. He is very reserved and very quiet. And he has like this white line fever. Crosses that sideline and goes onto the field, and he's a he's a beast. Players no, love bro. playing with it. those particular type of players that lead by example. And yeah. he and he, he is he he leads by example in all the effort areas, and that's why uh, you know he he is loved at that club. 
and potentially could be a leader of the club. You know, when mm. when you get up, um, you, you generate line speed. You get to marker. You, you, you chase. You make doubles. You you know you, you kick chase. You kick pressure. You know all the little things that probably aren't applauded as much by spectators, but by teammates and by coaching staff. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're the things that you, you that you look at and you and you um you, you really say, you know, you're working hard for the team. He's a team player and, you know, he's tough. He's tough, um, doesn't want to miss a tackle, is dirty if he makes a mistake. He's, they're, they're the guys you want leading a football team and a football club. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Nothing against Tom though at all, but my neighbour was talking about this the other day. There just doesn't seem to be that hunger. There's been so many times where we should have captains challenged a lot of things and would have won them. But no, 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 we'll just... Where's the hunger to win? Where's the... You know, is Tamalolo a voice out on the field? Is he reserved? Is it, you know, you can be a captain and lead, but like you said with Tommy, if he's got that white line fever. Do you I think, like okay, well, do you think that we, that. You the, don't have the, to be the best in the team yeah. at all, but if you're following me into battle, boys, and I'm going to talk to the ref, I'm going to be standing up and in his ear. That's what made Cameron Smith so good. Yeah. He's always, I'm asking the question, I get to ask the question. Patrick Carrigan at the Broncos last year was made captain after, what, 10 first grade oh. games because they saw something in him. Yep, you lead on the field. You're our one to go to the ref. No, the 16 other boys don't want to talk to the ref, so you're the one that's wanting to do this. Take it on. I think what he does Monday to Friday is more valuable to uh, the Cowboys. Yep. And, and why he's so res- res- respected and where he gets important. You know, he turns up to a training paddock and he, he trains the way he wants to play. Yep. And he, he just strikes me as somebody, if you put a, a tackle pad on him, that he's going to try and absolutely belt you. You, you know, like, <laughs> and I, I've heard rumors that, you know, like at, at different times, fisty cuffs almost come between him and Josh McGuire yep. because he's because he's competitive and he takes that comp- co- competitiveness to training and that's and that's how clubs need to train yep. and and this is where I think we're you know we've got a young squad um that's gonna be a whole lot better for this for this year and we've got the right coaching staff there to uh to to, to, to mold them into a great team and uh, but the, the whole the, the the whole basis of that has got to be players buying in and working hard and your Tommy Gilberts do that week in, week out and yeah. they and they, and they challenge the other players to come with them and they don't they don't accept mediocrity at training. So there's you know, there's on field leaders sure. Um I don't know if I'd question Tom Lolo not being captain. I think some of the stuff he does when he plays big minutes is inspirational. Uh, but what you do Monday to Friday, off off the uh, away from the away from the um, away from the weekends yep, fixtures the is yep. uh, just as important. Nice, Luke Henderson. He asks <clears throat> thoughts on starting Lolo in the middle with Cotter at lock and then shuffle around rather than an interchange. Could yeah, work. Not Could the work. Worst. Not the worst. I guess I the only. Pre- I mean, I guess the biggest thing is is that, and I know Todd has come out and said what what his thought patterns are, but is I guess us as punters as supporters of the club is getting that understanding of what's really going on what why you know yeah fair enough we understand they're trying to prolong jace's career is sitting him off the field for potentially half a game you know 20 minutes to 30 minutes off off the field is that really prolonging his career because you think about i mean for me i don't i don't know if it does i mean i'm not i'm not a sports guru so I don't know but what goes through my head is I know how I felt when I used to play footy not that I've ever played at that level and George you'd probably be able to answer this one more than I will um, but 
the cooling down, the warming up, the cooling down, that kind of stuff's got to put more fatigue and pressure on your body joints and stuff like that than what it would be to just play potentially 60 minutes straight out. I think there's more at play with Jason Tamalolo than <clears throat> trying to prolong his career. I think I think uh, Toddy is very much sending a message to all, all the members of the squad that you're out in the field, you don't take active rest on the field. Yep. You know, and uh, nobody doubts the numbers that Tamalolo is... We, we spoke earlier that he's capable of, you know, he, even last week, I thought, what was he, 160? 164. 164 metres. I mean, for the average first grader, you, you hit 164 metres, you know, you, you've had a, a game of a lifetime. Yeah. We look at that for Tomalolo and we go, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's ordinary. Yeah. Because we're used to those numbers of we're 300. we two and 300. Yeah. But to, to get those big numbers, was he... Was he maybe taking a couple of shortcuts in, in defence that Toddy Payton may have thought, you know what, he's taking, he's not quite putting the same effort into different areas of, of, of his defence. Yeah. Kick chase, marker pressure, line speed, um, reloading in defence. <clears throat> These are all little things that probably aren't measured as much as the, the run metres and the tackle breaks and the offloads, but they're just as important. And yeah. I think I think Toddy Payton's drawn a line in the sand and said, mate, you want to play those minutes? Absolutely, but I can't have you on the field slacking in these areas when I'm asking that of my other players because they're looking at you and saying, he's doing it, so that must be all right. Yeah. You know, so maybe that's going to put a little bit of pressure on um, Tamalolo to put the same effort into those areas as he does to his attack. And there's no doubt, there's no question what he's capable of in attack. But with this competition of the six again rules and the um, if you're slacking off defensively, you can get steamrolled very quickly and have big points put on your team. Yep. That's a fair call. It's, it, it's, it's nice to have an insight to, I guess, without that bias towards it to go, right, well... This is possibly what's going on. This is the things that we're not seeing as a general punter or you know, a supporter of the club. We don't get, we don't, sadly, we don't look at it like that. We don't. No. A, lot of, a lot of people are there going, nah, he should just be paying more minutes. Well, a lot of times we can't see that either. So, no. for instance, not all of us got to watch the game live at, at the ground on the weekend. Just gone. I don't think anyone in here got no. to got to watch it live. So, there's a lot of things we don't see, especially in defence. And when you're watching a game even live as a fan, I'm not really watching. What's happening Tam- off the ball. Yeah, and I'm not watching Tamalolo get back in the line or, like you're saying, I'm not watching his specifically his line speed. Whereas you're right, obviously, Todd is, that's something Todd is doing because well, he's evaluating everyone. Sometimes when you reload quickly to get back your 10, yep. then you're, you're, you put yourself in a position to come off the line with a bit of line speed, whereas if you reload a little, you take your rest getting back into the defensive line. And when I say take your rest, maybe rather than sprint to make your 10, yep. you just... Yeah, amble back. You're yeah. ambling back. Well, then you're not you're, you're caught on the back foot. Yeah. By the time that ball's played, you're not coming off the line. The, the attack's coming at you. Yep. And, and um, you know, that's where sides are most vulnerable, I think, with these rule changes. If you're, you're a bit slow defensively off the line, they will just pour through the middle. And it's, oh. ver- it's very, well, I it's think very st- hard I, I to stop. I think State of Origin was a prime example of, of, for that. For that. Yeah. You know, both first two games, you New South Wales was, I said it a couple of times, New yeah. South Wales' line speed was phenomenal. Queensland's was, was crap. Horrible. And, and we got pumped accordingly. Then you go to the last game. Queensland had a different mentality, a different attitude, and their line speed was a lot better, so their defence was a lot this, better. This is what people don't see with respects to NRL coaches. They they cut different parts of the game that we, we don't view. 
Yeah. And we probably don't value as much. But they'll, they'll show a player maybe 20 different efforts where they've had kick, they've had reloads, or they'll have 20 different images of how fast you reloaded and 20 different images of how how fast you did a kick chase yeah. or 20 different images of um, how you worked for a marker um, for repeat tackles. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's, it's hard viewing as a player because you look at it and you go, holy shit. Mm. I thought I had a good game. I but thought I had a good game, but yeah. I'm looking at this. I was one lazy son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know? and, and, and sometimes uh, I think you, uh, they, they, they needed to draw a line in the sand and yep. just set a standard for the squad of what is acceptable. I, I know one thing with um, Ivan Cleary. When we we're at the with the Warriors, you know, he put a lot of value, you know, certain statistics in the game and that his his uh, his key performance indicators. And you know, one of the ones for him was where, where we kick from, um, where we where, where we stop defensively, where we make teams kick the football from. So if we make them kick from inside the forty, then we've had a win def- Then you had a win defensively. And if you got them to uh, on a kick chase, if you caught them inside their 20 metres, then that was a win defensively. And yep. he had statistics around how many times you achieve that in the game and also had statistics with respect to how many times, if you did that this amount of times, you will win 80% of your games. Yep. So it's little things where you're working incredibly hard off the ball that um, the good sides <laughs> build pressure. And maybe, you know, I think... Toddy Payton's move with Tomalolo uh, at the moment is in long term might have a lot better effect for the entire squad because he's setting a standard. Yep. Yeah. No, it setting, does make sense. It, it makes sense. It's no. It's no different to when you when you're in, in, in for us in our normal work life. You know, really at the end of the day, if you're in a higher position, whether it be a senior work person at work or a boss or whatever, if you're slacking, the people below you are going to see you slacking, and then if they get in trouble for something, go well, hang on. I just got chewed out for that, but my boss was doing exactly the same thing. So why is that fair? So it make it does make sense to me. Yep. All right. Well, Uncle Merv also said, "Hey lads, great pod." I was hey. watching the be- good Uncle Merv. Oh, funny how you pipe up. I was watching the best of Matty Bowen highlights because you're so close to Uncle Merv. Yeah, he's my uncle. Yeah, I was watching the best of Matty Bowen highlights during the week, and it got me thinking. Do you think that Matty Bowen, when he was in his prime, would have been able to match it? With the hammer for speed. Ooh. Good question. I've had a look to see if I could find 2005 Matty Bowen? No, I don't think they had uh, Telstra Tracker back then. No, I can't find anything on it. No. When was Matty in his prime? 05 Matty? 07 Matty? Ooh, I don't know. It's a toughie. The thing is with Matty, he only ever ran as fast as he had to. Well, apparently that's apparently, what hammer's like yeah, as well. Apparently hammer's the same. And, um, but Matty looked bloody quick when he... Yeah, uh, Hammer's Hammer's another level. Don't worry about that. He he is he, he's unbelievable. He's a jet. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I'm just. But I think they're of the same mold. Where they both have hands of glues on them, like they. Oh, they, brilliant! They, they, they just can't drop balls. Gifted, gifted rugby league specimens. Um, but they've just both got that electrifying speed. Yeah. 
that but and similarly they will only run as fast as as, as they need to you know and yeah. maddie was maddie was uh he he was of that you know like he could just he would run as fast as he needed to get through that hole that hole that hole I'd, to, to say how fast he was i wish we had the statistics to say what his maximum speed was in any given game but well, Cole said this Cole said the same thing he reckons that todd used to get was getting at the pre during preseason he'd be just he'd be shouting out at hammer going just run just run full tick. I want to see how fast you can run. I wanted to see him catch at a car. Yeah. Yes. In yeah. that last game. Yeah. Speaking of State of Origin, game three, last Wednesday at Seabus Super Stadium. Finally, 18 points to the Blues, 20 points to the Maroons, and it came down to a penalty goal. In the end, Hamaso, Tabuai Fido with the try on debut. Yeah. What a champ. What Two a champ. for Ben Hunt. Mate, yeah, he he he, he. He. I think he was the difference last week. Seemed to be. He. Um, no, I don't think it was just him. I, like uh, you, like the, you said before, our, our, our speed, line speed and defence was, really was way better. It was. It was ten times better than what we put out in the first two games. Uh, look, I'm not going to take anything away from New South Wales though. They didn't have their. That would have been a more satisfying win if Cleary and uh, Luai had been playing. Oh, absolutely. You know. It, so I, I don't know whether you take it as a... T- I'm, I'm, I'm taking it as a win. Don't get me wrong. I'm taking it as a win. You only play what's put in front of you. But yeah, yeah I would have <laughs> liked to have seen how we would... That team that we put out on the field... That effort we put out on the field. I won't say that team. That effort yeah. that we put out on the field in that game three against the team the, the, two, the team that put 50 points on us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, just to see. Just to see where we're at. So you, great win by the boys, but yeah, there was just... I don't know, some selection shockers in, in those first. You pick Ponga, who's injured, hasn't played a game in six weeks anyway. He had a blinder. Yeah, but game one, couldn't play. Yeah. You pick Harry Grant, who hasn't played a game in five weeks, hasn't played 80 minutes all year, let's pick him as starting number nine. You're picking a second rower in centre. Dan Gagai spent five days in hospital with tonsillitis or something. He's still playing. I don't know, there was just some ridiculous selection things that... The in, guys did. In game one, you mean? In game one, yeah, and yeah. even some in game two for the Queensland team. If you yeah, just picked on form, you got Tommy Opacek killing it for Parramatta. Yep. Put him in the centres, you know, do something. Pick on form. Reed Marnie is the starting star hooker at the comp at the time. They drop him to make him go back and play Parramatta. Then he gets injured. We're losing like, for the rest of the series. On. I mean, just a yeah. lot of it could have gone differently. There was a lot of moments in Game Two that we could have leveled the series, but it just wasn't to be. But Game Three, not taking anything away. Yeah, you know, makes, I just it, makes a massive difference there when you've got Ponga as a fullback. <coughs> you've got Hamasay that's been killing it for the Cowboys in centre, playing centre. Yeah. His speed and he's marking up I against Cape, Turbo. I thought Capewell had a blinder in second row. Yeah, yeah, way better. <laughs> but you've <laughs> got speed like on speed, Turbo and Hammer. At least you've got someone that can mark and oh, move. Sh- you know, he, he, Tom, Tommy wasn't even there for that game. No. Like it really felt like to me, it's just sort of like Ty was shut down too. Oh yeah, and he was yeah. big, obviously, in games one and two. And he, they targeted him. Or we, the Maroons targeted him. You could see they shut him down before he could get a run off. Oh, look, I, I still think, I still think there's there was a big difference. I mean, I like Whiten. I think he's a good player. But um, Moses was. I don't think Moses was the right selection. You know, they're, they're, look, there's a lot. Yeah, but who Reynolds? Oh, they were form players. Like Moses, yeah. Moses has been a form player, a form half in the NRL, like legitimate top four side at the moment. Yeah. At the Parramatta Eels, it was his chance to um, put his credentials oh, on shows. Um, but 
I'll just regress to the to the six again rule. You know, we probably had our fair, our, more than our fair shake of um, rulings in that six again. Yeah. Um, in the third origin, and you saw the impact that had. Like the the, the New South Wales coaching staff complained. He's on the dogs, mate. He's on the dogs. Yeah, Bubbles and Bree just got up in the in the fifth at Townsville. <laughs> Shout out to Bubbles. We'll have to move our podcast night just so we can go to the But just, I, don't, I don't appreciate he, he's winning money and, and not advising us of, yeah. of his George, tips. This is what he does. I did that on my own, but he's paying five to one too. That's what he does oh. though, mate. He'll have a win and it's then he'll go, okay, yeah. well, here's the next tip and yeah. it'll be a dud. Yeah. yeah. That's I'm rubbish. That's what oh, he does. I had a shocker today though on the horses. Unreal. These aren't raised tips, are they? No, no. No. no, no, I was just scrolling through when um, you were talking about something. I looked at this thing and said bubbles and brie and paying five to one. Oh. He was went, giving oh. double under, 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 uh, undercut, but he fist pumps. I've yeah. never seen anything like it. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I needed it. <laughs> I was trying to make a point, and all I could see him was getting yeah. worked up. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, welcome to every week. Yeah, that's oh, what, not that's every what, week. what we put up with. Anyway, please do continue. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't know where we're at. I think we were all lost track now. Uh, You're talking about how uh, Cape Will was playing starting second race. No, I'll be saying that we had our fair shake of the uh, rubber, the greens of six agains in the third, and that definitely changed the the game, but um, changed the the outcome of the match, I think. We, we, We got... We, we got given quite a few bit of advantage there and, and you can see how much pressure that put under New South Wales yep. and we, we had the speed in our side which I think was lacking in game one and two to take advantage of that not, uh, not only that but we held the line game one and two team we, we let them score then we they were camped on our inside 20 for a while there and I mean I know we had our moments up against theirs but massive moment I think was the 52nd minute or somewhere around that time and Hunt just snaps the trail and he spills the ball and we ended up I gave us no chance him. I gave us absolutely no chance I was I was predicting a uh, yeah. well Morgan, Morgan went well <clears throat> yeah I picked the uh, did I pick the score or the margin you picked the you picked the margin, picked the margin. well picked, played yeah. Queensland to win by two yep I went Queensland to win by one. Mm, I just didn't see it. I just I thought on on the back of those Origin one and two performances, I, I just did not see us being able to pull Never pull right in. off that Queensland well, spirit, Georgie. Well, I, I slapped my gave myself a couple slaps, but um, and, and I was I was more than happy that they uh, they I proved gave me wrong. A couple of slaps too. Don't worry about that. Yeah, those <laughs> golden okay. beaches in Georgia. You, you touched on White and Moses. It, it bewilders me why they wouldn't have gone with Walker and Reynolds. Yeah. I think Whiten deserved his chance, though. Yeah, but Whiten can fill in that, that, that utility role quite well because he can fill in in back row, yeah. he can fill in centres, yeah, wings, no, no disagreements from you there. Yeah. Well, and they, if they pick White, if they pick, sorry, George, if they pick Reynolds and Walker, Cowboys probably beat South the week before. I agree. <laughs> I actually really agree with you. Like, and if you look at what the, the, the first two origins, that combination of having two club players yeah. steer a side around, yeah. how... Uh, two form players now. Um, you, know, you, you see how the control they had of that football team in game one and two. I think that's probably a good call. That would have been probably a good selection. Yeah. Uh, in hindsight, for New South Wales to, to put that familiarity in the um, <clears throat> in the halves and let them control that. But great New South Wales team. And I know, yeah. And I know Reynolds is leaving South Sydney, going the Broncos next year. But you don't have that luxury bugger all ever, really, where. You've got Cleary, Luai, Harves at Penrith. Oh, they've both gone out. Not just one, but both. Shit, you've got Reynolds, Walker, Harves combination who have 
proven to be the guns and have played Origin at another club. Other than Walters and Langer, I'm sort of dumbfound where you're going to find a half five eight combo that uh, that good. Ricky Stewart and Laurie Daly. But yep. there's not too many club half five eights for Queensland or New South Wales going around that can do it as good. You know, Hughes is good at the storm, but he's a Kiwi, so oh, Munster's yep. on his own. Hindsight's twenty twenty vision, though, isn't it? I oh, guess yeah, for yeah, those yeah. New South Wales selectors, I was sure if they had their time again, they they might have gone a different way. But yep. I, I I don't mind the outcome. Uh, I, I definitely blew my same game multis. I, I didn't have one. I didn't even have one that even looked remotely uh-huh. like uh, getting over the line because they were all New South. Well, uh, plus 16, uh, minus 16 or minus minus 20. I thought Queensland were going to cop an absolute pizzling, but true Queensland uh, spirit, they, they turned up and um, they, they they saved the humiliation of a, a series. Well, I think it's bigger whitewash. than that. I think it's even bigger than a whitewash, though. It would have been, it's a whitewash with all games being played in Queensland. Yeah. That, I yeah. don't care who you are, that would have hurt. That oh, would have yeah. hurt. That would have yeah. been like... And may never happen again. That would, that would have been like... Sliding down a razor blade, using your balls as brakes, landing in a bowl of dead hole. Let me oh. tell you, I've got a guy Jeez. at my work. Oh. That's how painful oh. that Exactly. Exactly. I've got a guy at my work. His name's Russell Longson. <laughs> Russell, for the period of New South uh, of the New South Wales uh, State of Origin series, is the most painful human being on <laughs> earth to work with. <laughs> and if we had have lost by whitewash, then... Uh, it, I would have resigned from my employment. <laughs> but now I'm going to pepper him for the next 12 months and it makes for a, a, another good State of Origin series next year. I was just going, George, did you get to go to Game 1 in Townsville? I did. What, thoughts? I'd, I, I loved it. The, the, the experience uh, of just walking the streets prior to the game. Oh, that's cool. Unbelievable. Like, who would have ever imagined... Flinders Street, yeah. from uh, from right up at Sturt Street there, all the way down to oh, to, to, to Molly Malone's, was just going to be shoulder to shoulder. And I thought it's been a long time since we've seen that kind of ruckus. We, we've never seen, and we will never see that again. No, we will never yeah. see that. Even the, the grand final, we, we we didn't see that. That was that was special. Uh, that was special. Um, I just I was disappointed that the the contest didn't match yep. the yeah, occasion. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we uh, everybody who attended and um, will be able to say they've they were there when Origin come to Townsville and well, that's one of the things I'll never forget. That's something that will stick in my mind oh, forever. Absolutely. But the game result won't like whatever. No. Yeah. The game was the game, and I don't really care what happened. But there. I think but we all said it. I mean, I, I totally agree with George in the sense of that the results. I wouldn't have cared if Queensland won a lot. The win or loss was irrelevant. Mm. It just would have been nice to be a good. State contest of origin game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, like like game three. Edge of your seat stuff. Yeah. yeah. Win or lose, you feel like you've got your money's worth. I, yeah. I wish in hindsight we debuted at the hammer uh-huh. at home. Oh, imagine yeah. that. Like oh. he's imagine him having that up his yeah. sleeve, you know, like oh, the first origin game I'll play. He's gonna he's gonna be a three hundred plus gamer for, for the Cowboys. Well I know how and, Kyle yeah. felt about it. I know Kyle, mm. you know, making his origin oh, debut see, in Townsville. See what you did there. I see what yeah, Kyle felt yeah, about nice that. Nice work. Thank, thank yeah. you. You totally meant it too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The only thing that could have been done better, and hopefully if Towns will get another one, Premier and Mayor, combine forces and make it a public holiday. Ooh. Please. Yeah. yeah. I think the Mayor was pushing, Mayor oh, Hill oh, was pushing yeah, for a public, and Palaszczuk actually knocked mm. it on its head saying, no, nah, yeah. can't have it. Wouldn't say no to that. You know, but, uh, even if it's a midday knock, let everyone go out and enjoy the vibe. You've got, you can yeah. take your... 
your kids and stuff along, have a street party, wife takes the kids home because they don't want to go watch the footy and the men go go watch it, whatever, either or both, but make it a public holiday next time. Uh, I think... Please. I don't know if at the end of the day the economic side of it it all stacked up and it it made money, but in the long term for what that um, origin did for Townsville's tourism yeah. in the future, yeah. the way it showcased us as a city, um, wow! Like you well, can't... the stadium just paid for itself, didn't it? And it shows Let's we can pull it yeah, off fact. too. Like hopefully they go, you know what, Townsville's done it before, they can do it again. Well, I've, I've attended State of Origins uh, um, in 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 um, Brisbane, going along Caxton Street. That was far yeah. superior yeah. to what Caxton Street offers. You know the, the the screens, the multiple screens they had. Like you could be in different areas of Flinders Street, yeah. and you could still see what was happening. Yeah. You know, from the from the brewery, you could see what was yeah. happening at the the stage in front of the um, the Cowboys Leagues Club, and yeah. um, the down at watching you know Jessica Malboy down at the far end in front of uh, the, the in front of the bank. It was just and 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 the, and the bars they had set up through the middle where people could buy drinks and and watch it. It was just unbelievable. Like I just thought, we we done it really, really well. And, and a very was, short turnaround. Very too, short well turnaround. Done. Like we've said it before, wow. but well done to everyone that made it happen. Mm. Uh, the Saturday just gone round eighteen. The Cowboys scoring eighteen points, uh, but going down to the Roosters, thirty four to them. I don't think the score here really um, gives away the contest as much as it says. But thirty four to eighteen, I think it was a lot closer than that in reality. At Queensland Country Bank Stadium, three tries to the Cowboys. David Bowen. The hammer, Reese Robson getting over the line, and Scotty Drinkwater kicking it three from three. The Roosters, uh, it's a shorter list of who didn't score, but <laughs> Angus Crichton, Billy Smith, Joseph Manu, a double to Matt Ikevalu, uh, Satili, Tupanua. Tupanua, thank you, and Sammy Walker with the uh, with the tries there, who, oh, Sammy Walker actually also kicked. Well, he kicked three from seven. Three from seven, yeah. I was going to say, he didn't kick very well. No, which makes that score line even worse. 12-14 half-time, 14-12 to the Roosters. So, look, it was a close match until the last 10-ish. We were in it to win it. I think. I thought it was good up until, for me, there was a turning point there, and it comes back to us being a young squad, I reckon, which it was a bit of impatience. And I don't want to single out drink water, but I will. But that double movement from that point, we just fell apart. And it was just there was there looked like desperation on Drink's behalf that wasn't required. Yeah. For me, if he took that tackle and just we could have scored in the next play or the next, forced a repeat set and scored the next set because we had the pressure on him. And I just that I, I don't know how he doesn't know. Didn't need to do it. It was so obvious. I don't know how he didn't know he was tackled. I don't know because I think they well they can't challenge it. But you know what I mean. Yeah. He, he was pretty confident, but I don't know. It just. There's that bit of impatience there, and is it because he's a young fellow who's still sort of... Is, there, is it, George, you, I'll get you to answer this one. Is it In those scenarios, is it the blood rush? Is it just a blood rush? Oh, absolutely. Like, he's, he's, he's felt a little bit of momentum, and the game's on the line. He knew the side needed a, a four-pointer to, 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 to make that a contest for the, for the last... You know, I think at that point, there was seven minutes left in the match. By by memory, it was it was still Summer, yeah. there was it was still really it was still a contest at that point. It was uh, twelve points. No, Twenty four eighteen. It was at the time. No, oh, I that, think that was going to level it up. If Drinkwater had scored that, it would have yeah, leveled. Twenty four eighteen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So we would have gone to twenty two with a kick. With well, a nonetheless, kick. it was there was time. There was still time for Cowboys yeah. to win the match, and he's, you know, he's just. He got that blood rush. He saw that that white line, and he just 
promoted the football and uh, that, that's an experience thing, but it happens in a split second. He just may have just thought he had the momentum and just tried to reach out, yeah. trying to do the best thing for the side. But don't underestimate, that is a quality Roosters, you know, I think, oh, yeah. it, I, I know there's some young players in that Roosters out, outfit, but they're a legitimate, they're a legitimate top eight. Yeah. If not top four team, you know, um, I know they're probably sitting outside the top four, um, but they are. You look at that. You you look at their list. I think they're a little bit further on in their development than what that Cowboys yeah. side is. They were expected to win. They should have won. Um, I think Cowboys made a great game of it, but that Rooster side is red hot as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, very hard to beat. Oh, for sure. That that last try that they scored in uh, right on the on the siren. Ruined my multi. Thank you. That's rude. Oh, uh, rude. Same game. I was up. I was up. And then Nikavali goes over in the 79th. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, killed it for me, but uh, it is what it is. Speaking of same game multis, I got robbed in that origin. Just mm. mentioning. Mm. I had Hammer to score a try. Queensland to win. Valentine to score a try. Ooh. Breaks his shoulder in the second, first half. Doesn't come back yet. Scoops up on that loose ball. Scores a try. And he'd be called knock on. Well, speaking of the Hammer in this game, 271 metres. That's, that's some big numbers. He got that. He had uh, what two line breaks? Yeah, um, and yeah, he just got away from. Him. And again, he he showed the maturity to take the tackle where where he couldn't get around. I think it was the fullback. Yeah, um, instead of grubbering ahead like he has in the past. Yeah, but he had a couple of players around him. Yeah. So if he had a grubber there, it would have it may not have turned out as good as he would have hoped. He was stumbling a few times. He stepped through that line yeah. and then had to find his feet and go again. Yeah, After yeah. what sixty-five minutes and still on heavy legs, put speed on. Yeah, what a, what a chief! It's what they train for, though. I, I just love, I just love the hammers. Oh. Inst- I, lo- I just love his instinct. Okay, that's what they train for. Olympians do it for eight years and still run fourth in the hundred. Oh, they should have won gold. They train for it. Come on, no, they Give train, they train for that. They get the heavy legs. They train to bust through the tackles and try and get that balance, and they pull it back. Still got to do it. Yeah, hey, look. I'm not shooting him down. I'm saying it's a good thing. That's why he did so well at it, because he trains for it. I, I just love his instinct. I just love that he, he pushes. He's prepared to, to follow a ball runner through the defensive line, not just up to the defensive line. He, he knows who his players... He's got the instinct to realise who are the players that can break a line, who are the players can offload a football, and he just sits right on their left hip, and he pushes up with them through the defensive line, and... You know some some of his some of his tries. You know, obviously he scores with speed, but he puts himself in that position to 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 find a hole. To find a hole, he yeah. doesn't just sit back and say, "Oh, you know, put me into space." He looks for the opportunity to. Okay, where's his better position? Fullback. I'm really enjoying him at centre as well. So, mm. fullback or centre? He's not. A, he's not a winger. No, no, no. He's too good for wing. Yeah. Too good for wing in my books. Um, well, look, having having someone with his speed on the wing um, creates a lot of space oh, yeah. for, for 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 the players on the inside because they and they have to they have to extend the defensive line to to cope with it. Yeah, which is why the storm goes so well. Which is they've a, got the fox. Where they got the fox out there, so he would be he would be doing some special things. He's a special player. Wherever you put him, yeah, 
he's going to be exceptional. He is a. He oh, is look, a, I, I totally agree. He's I, a once in a generation player. Um, he's going to be one of the, one of the all time greats at the Cowboys in years to come. I hope he gets an injury free run. Um, and and we get. Oh, why do you say that, George? Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't put this on me. <laughs> don't put this on me. Hold some bit down. of wood somewhere. Just <laughs> a lightning go off in the background. <laughs> oh no, oh, George. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just you, cut that out. It won't go public. How do you get that fast? Are you born with it? Does he work track? Is it Maybelline? Is it Maybelline? <laughs> I can't believe it's not L'Oreal. <laughs> yeah, <but do> you, <laughs> for someone of his quickness, is it just something that you're born with and you're just lucky Absolutely. to have it? Absolutely. Absolutely. But then to maintain it, do you still have to work track and everything? Or is he just gifted you, where he I doesn't have to work you'd have track? To ask him. No, he's <laughs> gifted. Like, I remember... Many years ago, there was a player at the Cowboys who had similar type of speed. His name was Marshall Miller. Oh, I remember Marshall Miller. <clears throat> he had he he was that that type of player. You know, he's just it wasn't physically or genetically gifted as you know, like uh, he wasn't a big boy. He wasn't a big boy. He, was quite he wasn't small. a big boy, but gee, God, he was so fast. And just some players just have got that natural. You know uh, who he reminds me of, George, and, and probably a little bit. He's definitely a bit faster, but reminds me of Farron Anderson. Very underrated early on, Farron, and just never really got that good... Marshall, you mean? Oh, no, yeah, Marshall and Farron and that, but even Farron to a certain degree with, with Hammer as well, just that... Oh, he's got another He's got another oh, two yeah. gears on oh, what Farron had. Farron was great. He was a, a solid, solid, very solid player. He would never let you down, but he's something special, Hammer. He's got um, He's got gears that other players can't even reach. Who'd be quicker? Who'd be Gaia, Gideon Mosby or Hammer? Hammer, no, no, no question. Even quicker than Abi Guy. No, no question, no yeah. question. Right. Yeah, he's got. He's just. Uh, yeah, Obi was a, a power athlete, and you know. And never, Mosby's quick too, though. Yeah, um, Gideon Mosby. There's no doubt he how fast he is either. But the, the thing that separates all of those players is his ability, his hand-eye coordination at top speed. I've never seen someone who can just just dabble a ball onto a, onto their foot. At top speed, and it's like a yo-yo. He can put it wherever he wants. Yeah, and he and he knows he's going to get to it because backs himself under the high ball too. You were saying on the yeah. way here, he's got confidence, you know. And and I think that I think every performance in the NRL where he plays well, he's he's is drawn a little bit more and more confidence. He's going to go to another level with that belief that he's got from State of Origin now. He, watching him develop the next few years is going to be um, is going to be something special for Cowboy supporters. Oh, look, I, I definitely agree. I and mean, for me, it's I, I've always said he reminds me he, he's the new he's the new two point oh of Matty Bowen. Now three two ones for that game. I'll kick mine off quickly because uh, a few of us have copied me. So I'll go the hammer for three points, the one try, the two hundred and seventy one meters, two line breaks. Uh, like I said that uh, that run where he took the tackle, he's just got he's brimming with confidence. I think he might might make a play to make that full back fullback spot his own just quietly. And we may see Val end up maybe on the wing. Maybe. He was doing well Who in state. Who do you drop? Oh, well, this week we, you've got. We don't um, you're actually probably not going to drop too much at all because Jarvid's gone with his ACL, and so you've got Talungi playing centre with the debutant coming on. So yeah, he might true. play a couple of games. He's um, really disappointed for Jarvid. playing. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. really disappointed for Jarvid. Like he yeah. just, I think, uh, Toddy Payton 
and Stevie George Arliss and all the coaching staff there have put a bit of belief in him. Yeah. And, and we've seen uh, we've seen him really grow as a player this year, and, and probably, you know, he he's been very good for the Cowboys. Um, he's always been solid. He's always been solid, but he, I I just think he's he just he's got a level of consistency to his um, to his game this year that he's, he's he's been missing for a while. Yep. Um, and I think he was he was on the verge of just going, you know, getting that confidence of playing week in week out um, NRL, and more than that, going to another level. Yeah, um, that's the biggest thing I think because with with Jarvid, he's always been that player that we've gone to when 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 the when the dice has been rolled and we're losing players and that kind of stuff. He's always been our, our and he's been a bit of a scapegoat. Yep, in yeah. my eyes for the club. Um, you know, Jarvid's in there, then everyone starts coming back, and he's the first to go. Whereas it got to a point where it felt like, yeah, we've had a few injuries in the side, but I think he was being picked on form, not because yeah. we didn't have anyone else. You yeah, know what if, I mean? If Val didn't do his shoulder in origin, Java, well, he was number 19 on his jersey. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Look, I, I, anyway, so, yeah. So, yeah, you're three yep. for Hammer. So, two points I gave to Reese Robson. One try, uh, 60 tackles and a line break. And just week after week, he gives 110%. Uh, and one point for Jakey Granville, who again filled in at centre after uh, David Bowen did his knee. So I think it's ACL and MCL. Yep, both. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it good. Yeah. Mm. Um, Honourable mention was for Tommy Gilbert, who the commentators kept calling Cohen Hess. <laughs> Including <laughs> friggin' Warren Ryan was calling him Cohen Hess. Were they? And he should know better. But like, were they, they do at look the game? similar. Were they at the game? They don't no, look they yeah. not that similar. From behind. One for some, for some, when, they're, when they're tackled. Yeah. For, someone, for someone that does MCing for a living and that kind of stuff, that kind of stuff, it, that jerks my chain, man. That really upsets me. When, you, know, you see people like that. Brad Fittler loved him as a player. Andrew Johns loved him as a player but cannot talk on a microphone to save themselves. And then you go and see him doing stuff like that and calling him the wrong name and this and that. And I'm sitting there going, hey, give a go, throw a guy a bone. You know? Yep. You know, it just frustrates the hell out of Did me. Did my head in for years when every commentator called Shane Tronk Scott Tronk. Yeah, yeah. It used to happen all the time. Yeah. All right, Frog, points. Uh, for me, I, I went... I'm just got to double-check what I went here. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty you the couple, same as you. I'm yeah, pretty you much. Couple. I went Reese Robson for... Yeah. I went Reese Rob, Robson for three points... 60 tackles, that's huge, man. I don't care. 60 tackles in this kind of game now with six to goes and all that kind of stuff, that is big, big numbers. And his error, his missed tackles was, I think, I don't think he had any missed tackles. I'm not sure. Oh, there's one or two. One or two, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely there. And then that try, just, I'm glad he got a try at the end there. Uh, two points, Hammer. You just can't not give him points for that one. It's popular this week. For and um, I went Tommy Dearden for one point. Um, his show and go. I tell you what, it's not bad. That's gonna, it's going to be pretty. I think because no one for such a young kid, yeah. like let's be honest, I, I think people forget how young he is. I th- that's and that's what I mean. That people don't expect that from him. That he didn't drop go. the ball. I know, I know, I know. Look, I mean, he made some made some little things there, but I and I'm one of those people. I'll put my hand up. I am one of those people that forgets how old he is because he's been around for a while now. You think about it, he's been what this is. He's, he's been in the system thirdish season. Thirdish season. Yeah. He's eighteen. Yeah. He's eighteen years old. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, and I think people are riding him as if he's like a 28-year-old kid. Yeah. I say kid because he's still 20 years younger than me pretty much. But you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 I think people forget that. And I, I, just liked, I just liked what I saw. 
I really did like what I saw from him he's on nearly, the weekend. He's nearly 30 years younger than you. Right? Yeah, shut up. Yeah. Just on that, that's where I want to defend myself because last week, obviously, I wasn't here. I listened to you guys on the Wednesday on the couch and you all griefed me by giving Dearden three points. He had a bloody good game against the, the Bunnies. He steered that ship around the field quite well and you all ribbed me on it. Oh, why would you do that? It's because you weren't here. Anyway, yeah. anyway. But he, he's coming into his own. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> All right, blah, so blah, blah. I've gone three points to my boy Hammer. Uh, we've gone smart, heads up, attack and play. Good mindset. I reckon we signed him up for 10 years. Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yep. No arguments here. No arguments here. No, I like it. No, I yeah. don't. I don't. He's, you don't? Two-year contracts make him work at 10 years. You could get complacent. No, he's Big money, 10-year, and you could just go, oh, I've, got the, I've got the cowboy money. That's I can just slack it. Look Connor what happened with Milford. Yeah. No, I think I think he's got that. I think he's got that. <laughs> oh, jeez. I've I've wished, I've cursed him with injury, and you've cursed him with Milford status. Yeah, that's right. No, I cursed him with. What are we trying don't to give his him a long contract? Yeah, yeah. Just give him a little three year and just make him keep on what working. Why are we trying on? to cur- um, sign him ten years? Honestly, yes. <laughs> just sign him up. Um, the two I've gone. Uh, Look, ignoring the, the bit keen on the double movement, I've gone drink water for two. He um, he was crucial in the start of a game. Uh, I reckon he had good playmaking skills looking for the gaps. Um, and from one, I've gone Robson for just a pure blood and guts effort. Week in, week out, he does the same thing. So he's a champ. My reserves, I've gone Dearden and I've gone Shane Wright again. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I think I went... Did I give um, Dearden three points yeah. possibly the week before yeah, or the yeah. week before that? Yeah, same week um, I gave him. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah you gave him three train. points last week. Yeah, I'm Two on the Dearden train of you, Pete. Pistol? Yeah. I've gone the hammer for three at yeah. pretty much everything everyone said here. Copy. His backup play. That uh, that first try we scored with Bowen, like just him to be there running off Drinky's hip, killed it. Drinky for two, he was playmaking. Looking for it, doing it. Unfortunately, that double movement, but he's rolling his sleeves up and having a dig. And one I went, Shane Wright, Mr. Reliable. Yeah, honourable mentions with Robson as well. And Jakey G playing in centres. So, yeah, we've touched on in the past, why is Granville coming on with 20 to go? Well, he went out there at the 30-minute mark. He probably stays in the sheds because Bowen does his ACL and we didn't, really, you know, we, he could still scoot out there and replace him, but I don't know. I think Granville, I don't know if they found the right mix for him yet with where he's playing. I liked how he came on at the 30-minute mark, but he's also becoming a utility, not just a hooker. See, I see Robson as an 80-minute man. Yeah. Mm. And, I really, I really yeah. do. And I see Granville coming on and sort of how Jake Friend and Harry Grant played Origin 3 last year keep Robson out there but here mate for the next three sets you just take a break because I'm going to come in here and do all the rucking work Granville that is and then we can just rotate it I I think that's where you can Jake, play Granville the only problem I have with that is Jake always looks lost yeah he always looks lost when that happens now I don't know if that's whether that's a right summation of it or you know how I've read it right or not but it just to me he always looks like he's lost when always the, when there's the two of them on the field he just seems lost all the time oh See, I disagree. I think having him out there, especially when he comes out and plays centre, it's like having because he can do those oh, no, quick no, no, dummy no, no, half no, no, runs. No, no, that's that's different. No, no I know. When 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 he yeah, you know but mean? when he comes in as centre, you know, because your outside backs will take a run in yeah. at the start of a set occasionally. And when he comes out, instead of just taking a run, he'll put on a quick dart. 
like the, yeah, the old, I, I, I get uh, that, and, and I have no problem with, with him playing in like the centres. And that I think it's different. Yeah, but it's when they're both playing in the forwards that's when they seem to get a bit lost. You go in, no, no, you go in. No, I'm going in. No, I'm going in. It just seems a little bit. How did you go when you were hooking? And did you come on for Painy, or were you both out there at the same time? No, or? I was there before before oh, yeah, before, before Painy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but over in um. New Zealand used to share that hooking role with Nathan Fien. And, um, yeah, very much a different type of game um, at that point in time. Whereas I think there's a real, I think there's a real place in the game now to have two hookers on the field at the same time. But you need one to be uh, a bit more of a, uh, a ball playing uh, middle. Yeah. A la what. Um, what, what Ruben Cotter could no, bring? Or? Well, I was going to say more that like what Brandon Smith is doing. Yeah, right, yep, yep. Um, at, at Melbourne. Yeah, you know they um, they they utilise both those brilliant hookers at Melbourne really well. Yeah. Um, and what they do is they they bring a lot of line speed defensively. Um, they work both of them work very hard defensively. Yeah. Um, but and as well they put a lot of um, they bring a lot of kick pressure. And kick chase. So you've got these fresh players who've got high fitness levels who are working very hard off the ball. That's what you need if you're going to carry two hookers. You need yeah. them working really there's, hard. Because it's not F- like it used to be, is it, where you used to have... <laughs> playing with things, Morgan. It's not like it used to be where you had when you used to carry two hookers, one was to physically replace the other one because they might not be an 80 Pretty much. So when I was, I was with um, at, at New Zealand with Nate, like we, we, we would toggle who started, who didn't. But it, I would pretty much start, do that tough defensive stuff early. Uh, he would come on 25, 30 in the match. Yeah. Um, and and I'd finish the game defensively generally. Yeah. Um, but that, that that start of that start was important. Getting getting the sentency um, defensively in the middle. Um, I think the way it is now, with tiring forwards in the middle, you just need to have quick players who can go through the middle, and you also need to have yep. players who are prepared to work hardly, your um, players who are prepared to work hard defensively um, through the middle. And so having having two fit uh, nines sort of ticks that box. You know, you get them doing all those little effort areas yep. that, 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 that I alluded to before. No, that's cool. That's, I, 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 it's just always interesting to see how different teams do things and, and stuff like that. Well, I mean, if we're going to sit here and talk about multiple hookers in a, in a squad, what better to have an ex-hooker? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, otherwise, because we're... Well, while we're, we're going, Georgie, you, three two ones for you, mate. We always get you to chuck a three two one in when you're in. Um, I've had time to, to reflect and definitely hammer for yep. three... Drink water for, for for two. Yep. And uh, the young hooker there, sixty tackles. Uh, that's that's hard to beat. Like I, I, I wasn't aware he knocked up sixty tackles, but um, yeah, he's turning. He's going to be some type of player. He's going to be some type of player for the Cowboys in the years to come. I just I just hope they they they, they get a, they get a system that where he and Granville can work. Um, um, well, they're going to have to because they re-signed Granville, so they're going to have to work. I, out. I, I think I think there's a template. I, I think there's I think there's a template for it in, yep. in the NRL at the moment. That can you see Cotter, Granville, and Robson all in the same no, seventeen? No, I don't. I don't. It's going to be um, you're going to. You're going to have one start, and, and you're going to have one on the bench, and you're going to have one of the other players as a as a, as a backup to where, where they're injured. Um, I think we need some size. Um, yeah. The player I'm in love with at the moment, and I, I think he's going to be something special. Is that Lukey? I think he's uh, yep. he's going to be uh, he's 
really going to be a special player for the Cowboys. And this year he's going to get some confidence. And next year he, he's going to explode. And um, for all you super coach um, fantasy league players, <laughs> get him on board next year because he's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, all for right. sure. Well, our top five for after 18 rounds of footy in the NRL. In first place, he's still holding out. Only just though now. Well, not the same. Last week he was ahead by 12. This week he's ahead by 11. So we've got Drinky on 52 points. Then we've got Reese Robson on 41. And the big mover this week was obviously Hammer. He got 14 points for the round. Ooh, uh, so he's big. on... Oh, well, there's five of us this week. But still. Um, 39. Uh, there, so it's a clear-cut top three. At the moment, uh, in fourth place, we've got Felty and Holmes on 29. And in fifth place, we've got Talungi and Granville on 26. Round 19, Friday the 23rd, 7.55pm. Here at home, Queensland Country Bank Stadium. The Cowboys playing host to the Storm. I don't want to read these odds out. The Storm are a dollar and three. The Cowboys are $13. Holy crap. That's, that's good value. You chuck a sneaky one on jam. there, wouldn't you? It's good value. Yeah. Ten bucks on the Cowboys yeah, into Hammer would. anytime try. You have to. Yeah, well, have to. the team this week. Hammer in fullback again. Kyle Felton, Murray Talangi on one wing with Connolly, Connolly, Connolly Lemuelu uh, just moving in there for the de- debutante. Can't speak tonight, eh? This no, you struggle. And you've got a whistle started. in the back of your throat, too. Yeah, I do a little bit. Uh, Kane Bradley is making his debut. Former West Tiger on the, the wing. He's 196 centimeters. He's a tall boy. I interviewed him in the in the in the club lounge well, early on in the season. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. In the halves, Scotty Drinkwater, Tommy Dearden, and onto the forwards: Frank Molo, Reese Robson, Jordan McLean, Shane Wright, Mitch Dunn, and Jason Taumalolo. Off the bench: Tommy Gilbert, Holm Lukey, Cohen Hess, and Jake Granville. He's and six foot six, Bradley. Yeah, he's a tall boy. Wow. Well, it's yeah. got some tall timbers there. There is some timber, and Felty's not small, but he'd be about six two. Yeah, I'm not sure. Holy, mm. he's a t- he's a tall boy. The I storm. think your game plan Lukey. is kick to the winger. Yeah, Lukey Condon, this yeah. young lad here. We've got some. We got some. We got some big boys. Yeah, my only concern is they're all young. We've we've got a lot of young players. I mean, who's the oldest there now? Is McLean or Tamalala? Yeah, you're 100% right. And that's where I think that the resilience we've had or we've been missing. And this is where a player like Adal Fanuka now, I think, is right on the radar of the Cowboys because we, I think that's, that forward pack is, is missing a leader. Um, uh, an, another another leader in the, in, in the pack. Um, as well as Chad Townsend next year and Peter Hicku. I love, I love Peter Hicku. I think that was an exceptional signing. Yep. Especially um, at the moment when we're struggling, I think that was line. an exceptional signing. Um, all, all, all the all the all the all the um, triggers that have been pulled off, I've, I've really liked. Probably with the exception of Tra- Chad Townsend, I hope he. he I, I just think he's a. I, personally, I think Chad is just. He, he was a very good player. I just think he's a little long in the tooth, and yeah. I would have, you know, I would have liked to just to go with what we had there. Dearden, I think is. <laughs> Is, is quality and I think drink order is quality also I would like just to back them there and, and hope that we've got some <clears throat> young talent coming behind that but I think Benny Hampton's a good backup in mm. the, those halves positions and stuff like that not you, t- I, I, at the moment I still think he's probably possibly a better option than Dearden at the moment but Dearden each week is starting to prove me wrong on that thought pattern I, 
He's going to be. He's going to be. I think he's going to be very solid for us, Chad Townsend. And what he again, what he does off the field on the training paddock, yeah, uh, the competitiveness that he brings. I think they're the qualities more than he was. Uh, he was signed for rather than what he does on the field. He's going to provide a bit of leadership on the on the field, and he's going to provide a bit of uh, uh, excellence off it. So, um, well, I've already heard whispers that he's said that he's a bit nervy about coming up here and whether he's actually going to get a start the way that did and starting up. To pick up, oh, Deedon mm. is, you know, was touted as a, as the next big thing at the Broncos, yeah. uh, and I thought he was, that was that single handedly was probably the buy of the year for the Cowboys. It was in, in terms of their recruitment for the future, not what he's going to do on the football field this year, yeah, but what I think he, he's capable of doing for the Cowboys in the years to come. I think he he was a really good buy. Oh, look, I, I, he's winning me more and more each week, so. I, I'm looking forward to it, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be a, a big game for us. I mean, you know, this for me, without sounding cliche, this this is it for me. This this game, if no, we can see, I was looking at this. Sorry to interrupt, but I was looking at this earlier today. The draw after this, so remarkably gets gets remarkably easier. Yeah, it does. I Not at any games. Tigers, easy, Broncos, yeah. um, Tigers, okay, Titans. Titans. I mean, the, the, we're, we're not we're, we're at the back end of all the the top four sides. But look, I uh, I predicted that the, the the state of origin, the Queensland state of origin side, were going to get hammered in game three, and uh, and they turned around and won. So likewise, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna make my prediction that the Cowboys are gonna have their work cut out for them this week against the the Storm and and and, and may cop plenty. Um, but I don't think that's going to be any. I don't think that's going to be any. Um, if they do, I don't think that's going to be any uh, reflection on on their effort and, and and their improvement in 2021. Yep. But this storm side this year, hold. Yeah. Uh, let's look at their let's look at their last uh, ten games. I don't think they've lost too many. That the, the, they've, uh, they've a lost forty points every every game, game every yeah. game. I mean, if you're a punter, you you take. Um, you take Storm by the line this week, minus what is it? Minus twenty six point five. Yeah, something ridiculous. And it's uh, uh, and you would say it's easy money. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that one out there. Not that I don't love the Cowboys, but just I think the 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 a the Storm are that good, and b I'm hoping that I jinxed <laughs> I jinxed the Storm like I jinxed uh, New South Wales last week, and Cowboys in fact come out and um, come out and, um, and and put on an awesome performance. But I, like I, where I was going, I, I think it's not a do or die game for us. I mean, that, that's that's putting un, that's putting an unrealistic expectation on the boys. For me, this is a game that can set them up for the rest of the season. Mm. You Absolutely. Know? You know, if if if, if they win, if you win, if they win, imagine the confidence oh. you get from beating a side that's pl- performing yeah. like this at the moment. But even if they even if they don't win, right? And I know this is just me sort of sitting on a fence kind of thing, but even if they don't win it, but it's close, you'd almost take that as a win, just from where they've coming from in the last, you know, having five losses in the last, you know, yeah, that's, that's and a quite bad point. losses. That, that and you're coming up against a storm side, yeah, that, that is you know, blitzing you know I mean? everybody, and they're it's, reminiscent of I think it was 2017 storm where everyone thought they were unbeatable, yeah, and they in effect they were in yeah. the end, but. Like they put on a string of wins then as well, and it's just, just everyone they had that aura around them. The, the way that he managed, he's managed to get the quality he's got on the field at the moment, um, Craig Bellamy. That mm. that is a that is an immense team. Considering Pappenhausen still sitting in the coach's box, yeah. yeah. Where do you put Pappenhausen when he comes back now? Yeah. 
Well, look, I think I think you. Well, 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 you know where you put Pappenhausen is. Where do you put Nico Hines? I think I think I think Nico Hines stays right where he is, and Pappenhausen goes to the wing, and all of a sudden you've um, you got an additional threat that yeah. that creates more space for their centres than what they already had. Yeah, mm. fair call. Yeah, you know, so that's that's my guess. It'd be nice to be blessed with so much. Stop kicking my microphone, Georgie. <laughs> <laughs> It's you pumping your fist every time you... Fifth were. time now. <laughs> I'm starting to fidget. <laughs> nah, t- well, I agree. This could be a tough one. But, uh, yeah, I think you, you, so long as you put in a, a half-decent showing. If they put in a showing like they did last week against the Roosters... Yeah. Like you said, take the scoreline out of it. Yep. Take the Roosters' scoreline away from that game. The scoreline didn't really show the true game. No. You know, if the Cowboys can play like that against the Storm, you'd almost walk away as a club... You would walk away going, chalk that one up. Especially with some confidence coming into yeah. those, the, the last five or six weeks. Like I said, it, and like we said, if they win, I'll throw this at you. This Melbourne Storm, the way they're playing, any team that comes within twenty has has outdone them. So they've they've put in a real solid performance. Yeah, and look, that, that's the domination that they've. They um, put that score. They put that score line on the Roosters. They've put that score line on on some. Top line teams, you know. So I mean, it, it's what is it they what did they put on the South? They put fifty on 50. South. Yeah, yeah. South yeah. are South are a legitimate top four side. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? No so, slouches. You know that's what I mean. Like yeah. it, it's if the boys can keep themselves close, and like I said, they'll win. Play a, like, they'll, they'll win a lot of. They'll win a lot of respect, and they'll win a lot of supporters to come out and and, and make it a contest. And I hope they do. Well, they'll they'll win the real supporters. Sadly, there's a lot of numpties out there that'll still go. Oh yeah. Oh, knew that was going to happen, you know, and and just rag out on them, going, "Oh, they're nothing, they're this and that, and everything else." But the real supporters, if they if if they're real supporters, they'll see. Yep, we lo- we we may lose this game if we if we lost it by ten. They'd walk, you'd have to walk away from that. I know I'm going to walk away if we lose by that kind of scoreline. I'm going to walk away happy. You got If I win, and there's a possibility they can win. This is a development season for the Cowboys. Let, let's put things in context. They're not got. As much as every single one of us sitting here right now would love the Cowboys to win the grand final in 2021, um, and it, it, it it's, a possi- it's a possibility. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. It is a. It's it's a possibility. But you know, if they realistically, if they make a top eight finish this year, it, it is an extremely successful season. But very much so, it's a development year. We're, we're trying to we're trying to we're trying to give some players some experience there. Um, we're 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 putting a new coach into place who's who's trying and new coaching staff who yeah. are trying to a whole coaching squad just um, about exactly who are trying to get their style to, to marry up with this group of players. Yep. I'm thinking we're we're shaping as having an exceptional 2022. Um, we might not win the comp in 2021, but if we can u- utilize games like this. To draw some confidence and self-belief um, um, by performing well and being very competitive, and that's great. I, I, I think this is a great contest for the young players like Lukey, um, the young debutant who's who's Kane uh, Bradley. Kane Bradley. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna get a taste of what NRL is all about this week, and it, and whether or not they win or lose, he's gonna go away and go. That's the standard that I have to play every week, and 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 it's a, and it's a rude awakening in some respects, or it's Okay, that's that's where it is. I need to work harder. Yeah, that's and they, those players become better as a result of playing teams like that. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, that is. I think we'll touch on that, and that will do because that will do. 
That'll do, Donkey. <laughs> what a segue. That'll do. Moving on to the On The Ranch Tipping Comp for this year over at footytips.com.au. Get yourself a signed jersey. Thanks to Be Clean NQ. That jersey's hanging around somewhere, isn't it? We know who got it. Hampton's got Hampton's it. Hampton's got it. Hopefully. Hey, Ben, bring it back. <laughs> uh, so the Footy Tipping Comp this week just passed. Now, four players managed a perfect round. This round. Oh, uh, here we go. Reggie Bacon, Harry NQ, Kay Dizzle, and yours truly. <sighs> Bloody Broncos. I'll just let that sit there and rest for a moment. I have uh, sent a message. If you're listening to this, Reggie and Kay Dizzle, I have sent you a message on the footytips.com website. If you can get back to me with your address, we'll get a sticker in the mail to you. Harry's already given me his, so I'll get that in the mail. Dino will be keen. I'll say to Pretty sure De- that Reggie Bacon's Dino. I have no idea. No, I'm pretty sure it is. Because that's up. his name on, at, at Ashes, is Reggie Bacon. Is it? Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's, you know, Red Jesus, or he dyed his hair last year for the yeah, yeah. green run. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I'll just, I can look him up. Hang on. No, nah, let's not do that. All right, so <laughs> the tipping this week, and we're into round 19. And it kicks off 19? Thursday. Yeah. 61? Uh, Thursday night at on the 22nd at 7.50 p.m., this website. This website. Honestly, footytips.com. Now, I don't know if you noticed during the Cowboys-Roosters game last week because the time's changed, but you could go in and change your tip while the game was on. Yeah, I, I think oh, it's quite man. funny. I, I think it's quite funny because we all know Pistol is a Cowboys man through and through. Yeah. Looks quite weird looking at your tips and now says that you tip the Roosters. Yeah, because... <laughs> what? As, well, That's interesting. Everyone got a point. Everyone got oh, a point for the game. Oh, right. Yep. So that the only way they can do that is just change everyone's tip everyone to the, the Roosters. Because they... Apparently, have no way of no. tracking who had what. I'm not yeah, having that. Know. Take a point off my score. Yep, sure. I'll get right around to that. Anyway, <laughs> this week the Eels are a dollar twenty, and it says Bankwest Stadium, and that's why I got into complaining about this website. But uh, yeah, they can't seem to get their their, their no. grounds right, can they? Uh, honestly, I, I'm not <laughs> sure if it's there or where it is. But uh, the Eels are a dollar twenty. The Raiders are four dollars fifty. We'll go around the room, starting with that guy. Oh, is this not like the Zoom where you just point we're all seeing different screens? Um, I, I'm going the Eels by eight. Eels by eight. I like it. Morgs? Eels by 12 for me. Ooh, by 12. I might be pushing it. George? I think I think the Eels are going to put a show on and uh, end, end the Raiders season by uh, in, in a horrible manner. I think they're going to win by about 20 points. Ooh, truth. Do you prefer George or Giawaji? I, I actually like Hordgay and... Yeah. I've got a soft spot for Gat 1-5 as well. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have number plates Gat 1-5. Fair enough. Used to or still do? Used to. I think one of my young cousins has got uh, Gat 1-5 now. Because I've seen that car. It's, it's a Spiritually, those there plates is, belong to me. It's a Land it's a Cruiser Prada. getting yeah, around it's a Prado. Prado. Yeah. Because yeah. it's parked. Oh, so that's not you. No, that, that's my... Oh, I think that's, lucky. I we've got... <laughs> there's three George Gattises. We've got Football George... Uh, Thrifty George and Plumber George, and I think that's Plumber George's. Yeah, okay. right, right. I actually okay. did an egg, and that's just a joke. That explains so, that. So if you've got egg on your car, Gatter's Prado guy, it wasn't me. No. <laughs> clearing have that one seen, up. He parks at the Mount Louisa walking track. Yeah, I have yeah. seen that. That's yeah. where I've seen it. So I, I, thought, I thought I might see you up there anyway. So anybody sees those plates, spiritually, they belong to me. Yep. So yeah, pinch right. them. So we'll, pinch we'll bring them back. We'll take them and bring them Yeah, bring them back. Yeah, bring yeah, them back. Do, do you want the wheels too? <laughs> yeah, yeah why not throw the wheels out? <laughs> I've, I've gone eels. Gone eels? Bye. Cowboy Prime. <laughs> By six. Of course, Cutho would. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, seven. Yep, I told you at the start, Ghost Rider. 
I did after that last race. I said Ghost Rider. Come I, on, seven. I didn't hear that. Yes. I said double up, Ghost Rider. It's look, it's getting caught. He said four. It's getting caught. He said Number seven is Winter Ghost. Winter Ghost, yeah, that's the one. Which you didn't say. I did say nah. Winter Ghost. I said double up, Winter Ghost. No. Nah. I did go to the video. It's got run down. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Very good. All right, the second game of the round, Friday, the 23rd. Did you go? Eels. Oh, by 10. I didn't hear you. Sorry. I may not have said that. Because of distractions. I got tonight. rudely interrupted. I did anyway, on that too. What about? I'm taking the Eels by 10. And we're going to Friday the 23rd, 6 p.m. The Roosters, $1.26. The Knights, three eighty five. Frog. I need to know where it's actually being played. No, Roosters. <laughs> SCG. Sure it is. Mogs? I'm going to Roosters. They didn't, uh, Knights didn't come off a bye very well against the Storm, so. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> we'll go Roosters. Yeah, right. George? Roosters, players, um, Origin players back on deck. I think they're going to be way too hard to stop. Indeed. Uh, Roosters, Cowboy Climb. All right, I'm going the Roosters as well. 7.55 at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. See, that's where this one is. At least that one's right. No worries. The Cowboys showing here at $11 instead of 13 The Storm are $1.04. I don't know. Maybe someone put some money on the Cowboys. Um, I've, 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 I've gone the Storm. Very good. Oh, Morgs? What? I have to go the Storm. I'm really? Sorry. I'm really sorry. George? Yeah. Um, the Storm will, should win this match. Cowboys Storm. every day of the week. Go the boys. They'll win this and continue the climb and on our way to finals glory. Go on the Storm myself. Saturday the 24th at 3 p.m. This one actually says Sunshine Coast Stadium. Believe it or not, the Rabbitohs are $1.13. Up against the Warriors at $6. For Rabbits. Morgs? I have tipped the bunnies. Okay. I just had the wrong screen up. So. Right. <laughs> you didn't seem very confident. No, there's no particular insight to that. <laughs> bunnies by 13 past four punters out there. Ooh. Ooh. Bunnies for mine as well. Bunnies also. 5.30 p.m. Uh, no idea where. Uh, Manly are $1.11. The Tigers are $6.50. Frog. Manly. Mogs? Yeah, I've got Manly too. George. Yeah, Manly to do horrible, horrible things to Tigers <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> they, this may be the uh, end of Madge at the, the Tigers after Ooh, after uh, wow. after Tommy Trebovich runs an absolute muck, which he will against the Tigers. You reckon? Absolutely, he's gonna he's gonna demolish them. Okay, cool. Fair. Mm-hmm. Pistol. Your opinion? I've gone Manly. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's your opinion. Yeah. yeah. And then go the same pitch. Yeah. No, no, that's the opinion on Tommy Turbo. I'm hoping he actually breaks a hamstring as out for the season, just personally. But why, hey. would you say, why would you wish that on someone? Because oh, then if Cowboys play him in the finals, then we don't have to play against Tommy. We didn't See play against Tommy last him? time and they still... Yeah. He's so hate-filled. Yeah. Mm. I'm going Manly as well. 7.35 p.m. on Saturday. The Panthers are $1.13. The Broncos are $6. And if this ends up being at Suncorp Stadium, I'll throw things. But you know it will. Yeah, I don't think it'll matter, to be honest. No. But anyway. I will never, after Broncos demise last week that ruined my week of tipping, thinking, oh, I'm on a good thing here, and they're up, and I was excited, and I, I was fist-pumping like Pistol was before, and then all this, and then they just, yeah. Yep. Uh, Panthers. Very good. I'm going Panthers, and Pete just wants to watch the world burn. This is true. George? Yep, Panthers comfortably. Oh, yeah. Easy 13 plus. I've gone Panthers as well. Oh, okay. Yep, going Panthers as well. On Sunday, one fifty. Dragons, $2.45. Titans, $1.55. 
Hitchway bat here. It's probably weird there. Weird. Oh, Dragons will be missing a whole bunch of players, won't they? <laughs> yeah, they will actually. Oh, I didn't think of that. I, I don't know who, but it's, anyway. Um, well, this is the thing. I've been distracted with the last four tips because I've been trying to work out why the Dragons are not actually favourites going into it. They're taking but, some of their suspensions, won't they? The fact they're yeah. playing at Skilled Park and they don't have half the team. Well, it's only four. It's Will Army, Norman, Ford and Famusili. Famusili, yeah. Famusili, yeah. So who they got back? They've got Duffy. Duffy's in. Yeah. Uh, Still. Fogarty's missing for the Titans. Still. Oh. But apart Ooh. from that, Eastern Ooh. Masters is in. Tanner Boyd. Mm. Dragons, Titans. Go. Um, I've gone... Oh, the, sorry. Yeah. I've gone the drive. Still gonna, I'm still going to go the Dragons. Okay. Yeah, Dragons. All right. With no confidence, I'm going to take the Titans. With absolutely no confidence, I'll take the Titans. Yeah. I've looked at this and see Dragons are on 7th on 18th points, right? Titans are on 11 on 14 points. Yeah. Now, Cowboys have to somehow... The top six is locked. So we've got to try and get 7th or 8th. So if Dragons stay on 18, it'll be a good win for the Cowboys, even though it means Titans go to 16. Right. When we win, we go to 16 we'll as well. We'll go to 16 as well when we yeah. beat Storm on Friday right. But night. it means the Dragons don't get too far away. That's yeah. exactly right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going the Titans on the Cowboy climb. All I right. love the way he breaks it down. Oh, yeah. I just love it. It's... It's a shame. It's so misguided. It's <laughs> like a, a mathematical genius is just explaining his... Uh, Stephen yeah. Hawking would be jealous. He's like a mathematical genius, but he's had 15 beers, so it's the, right, the, the chance of it actually Three. being correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to the Titans as well, not because of the climb. I just have... I think they, they've got to turn it around eventually, and I think this might be it. And with the Dragons missing... Fogarty scares me though. The fact that they're yeah. missing Fogarty, that scares me a little. I don't know. I don't know if that'll hurt him as much as it's. It's hard to say. Yep. Fair uh, enough. You know, I've been wrong before. Uh, I wasn't last week. But anyway, just putting that out there. Four oh five on Sunday. The Bulldogs are three seventy. The Sharks. Are snore, snore. Sharks are a dollar twenty eight. Yeah, I've gone the Sharks, but I reckon the Bulldogs might actually have a crack on this one. But I've gone the Sharks. You going the Bulldogs? Mark? How dare you ask me? I'm Bull- going Sharks. Bulldogs, it is. No Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I if my tip comes up with Bulldogs, yeah. you know I've been hacked. I'll, I'll never book for. I'll never uh, tip the Bulldogs. Yep. Okay. No, yep. I don't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tip the Bulldogs either. I think no. they I think they're terrible this year. I think the Sharks are. They're going to roll them. Not with any amount of confidence, but I think they will get the win. Yeah, we'll see. Sharks are sitting eighth on sixteen points. Here we That's go. Right. Strap in. And Broncos are sitting 15th on 10 points and Dogs are last on 6. This is true. So you want to get the Broncos a wooden spoon, which so means the Dogs have to win. So you got the Bulldogs. And then also to keep the Sharks on 8th spot on 16. So yeah, give me the Dogs. Short story long. No worries. I'm going the Sharks. And that's the tipping for the round. Now, in Subway, do you have... I don't know. Is that garlic bread? It looks like the cheesy garlic bread. Is that what that is? Yeah. And then on the other side is... Meatballs with cheese. Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So to keep you warm on these winter winter nights, not that we have uh, winter nights. Warm oh, yeah. yeah. These are the little cheap menus. Haven't you had these yet? What do you mean? Yeah, it's like, a, you know how fast food chains have like their little penny pincher options? Right. Subway has like an avocado on toast. Like it's a six-inch cut in half. Yeah. And they toast it and they put avocado on it. Sometimes that then you can also get this cheesy garlic one. Right. You can also get like a, uh, I guess you could call it a vegetarian quesadilla. It's like cheese and onion and like a sauce filling and something uh-huh. and they also have these meatballs in it in a tub so you get like half a dozen meatballs in this microwavable tub yep put it with mozzarella cheese on top you could it's like 350 or something like that 
Okay. You'd have to go to the meatballs, wouldn't you? Be more filling. Both nah. are really good. That I'm cheesy going. garlic bread is actually really nice. I'm going the cheesy I've garlic had bread. both. Yeah. I'd go the garlic bread. Okay. Garlic I can bread tell you about every day of year. Take your word for it. All right. <laughs> That's tipping for this week. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the night. Once again, we failed dismally last week in the corporate challenge. But now, all thanks to Fusion Network, it's time for Pistols Multi! <laughs> no one has failed miserably. We, did, we didn't win. Oh, this is true. You had three goes on the same weekend. We had one go each. Yeah. I had 12 legs. I, I can't. I can't commentate. I had I had a Queensland connection last no, week. No, you can't commentate. I had Moraines to win, Lions to win, and Cowboys to win. Oh, that went well. Lions should have won, Cowboys should have won. Mm. Could have, should have, would have. Would have, could have, should have. If your only had balls, should be your uncle. Now, uncle man. Georgie just sent me in something here. Oh, late mail. Late mail here. So we're going two multis this week. Oh, <laughs> Morgan's like, like Morgan's like, we are? What? <laughs> I well, have no money. Well, we're not. We're going my one. But if you want a bit of a gay, here's what Georgie's throwing up on the, on the spot here. Sydney Roosters to beat Newcastle at the line, which is minus 10.5. Storm to beat the Cowboys at the line, which is minus 26.5. So for those playing at home, Roosters have to win by 11 or more. Storm have to win by 27 or more. South Sydney to beat Warriors at the line at 18 and a half, and Manly to beat West Tigers at the line at 18 and a half. Now, well, how much does that work out to be? Georgie, there's no dividends on this. Oh, 13.30. Sorry, it's right at the top. I, I'm not, I've never used this thing before. So that playing 13.38 to 1. So a little tenner on that or 20 on that. Power play it. Probably, probably at 300. Don't mind it. I think it'll fall over in the storm league just quietly. <laughs> so this week, we are also going Roosters to beat Knights head-to-head. Titans over Dragons head-to-head. Eels to beat Raiders head-to-head. Panthers over Broncos 13+. plus. Crossing codes, we're doing the Lions over Suns in the Q Clash by 40-plus points. Geelong over Richmond head-to-head. Doggies over the Demons and Carlton to do North. Jesus. Yeah. Now. Bold. Carlton over North. No, Dogs over Demons. Yeah, that's the... That's the little... I think it'll do it. I think you that's know, the one where you're going to lose. Even Carlton over North. Oh, North, they're on a heater. They beat the Eagles. I'm Rob. aware. Yep. You seen that, Rob? I'm they, aware. Yep. They are a bogey side, they North are, Melbourne, this year. Yep. They are just... They get pumped or, yep. they, or they just turn up and beat one of the better sides in the competition. I reckon they're about to put a string of wins together. Who was South Sydney playing this week? South Sydney. They were playing a team from nobody, Sydney. Nobody knows. <laughs> I'm out of everything that told me about. South Sydney are playing the Warriors. Oh, yeah. Oh, who was playing the Tigers? Man. No. Manly. All right. No, well, if you just want to, drop the dogs over Demons because they've had a $1.95 and chuck in Manly over Tigers at the line. That will massacre the Tigers. So you're still going to get the same value for them. So power play, you're looking at for 20 bucks. It's fan 47.90 to 1. If my mathematics serves me correct, that's about $958. Well, like so the dogs were paying a dollar ninety to beat, beat demons. Dollar ninety-five dogs over demons. Demons all dollar eighty-five. That's a lot closer than I would have said. Well, anyway, they're both not in Melbourne. 
it's it's mutual wow. grounds. Adelaide teams, Adelaide teams are making yeah. that dash now too. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, all thanks to Fusion Networks. That is once again Pistols Multi for another week. Nice of you to join us. Thanks, Seamless. <laughs> ah, it's like you never left the room. Oh, yeah. that was the best piss I've ever had. I'll bet it was. All right, gentlemen, it's been a long one. It has. It's been and, a good uh, one. It's been a long show too. So we might wrap it up there because yeah. we've been chatting all bloody night and this needs some editing. Some poor Not editing. much. No, this is pure gold. This is, this is comedic yeah. gold. It's almost like two episodes in one. Stopping I mid-way. blame myself. It's always, it's always a voice chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. We love it. Yeah, no. There's a love the insides of the gap. There's a little bit of gambling in there that uh, we can probably cut out. <laughs> yeah, no, that's part of the fist pumping. It's part of the culture of podcast. It might be right at the end. but uh, All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us at On The Ranch. And uh, you can find us on Instagram at On The Ranch. And you can find me at XRBall on Twitter. Pistol. It's probably at the On The Spot Facebook page one of these days. At Morgan Holmes Evans for Fusion Networks at the Barking Clock MC for the... Big George Gaddis, thanks for coming again. It's been so good to be back on the show. I've missed you guys. It's it's night time. We're probably we're within your cycle. What is it like? Breakfast for you? I'm I'm right awake now. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, let's record another one. (laughs) All right, second episode. Let's go. (laughs) Thanks for coming again. It's good to have you. Let's get out of here. Go the Cowboys. Bye. with his stuff. Right, we ready to roll? What no, you, I, I think you meant to sniff him. But no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I felt a little bit dirty just then. Yeah, we, we, we talk about... <laughs> He's doing it again. He's done it again. He's cheering hey, He's done it again. Oh, hang on. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> hang on. So what? Aunt George and I... I was saying seven in Townsville. Still know. tough. Number six. Race six. Number seven. Yeah, a mile. <laughs> I reckon it's 20 so, metres in that. <laughs> guys, future times you invite me here. <laughs> I want all the tips. We, we, yeah. we go through this together. We ride the highs. We ride the lows. Not this. What is this? Yeah. We've got one player just... <laughs> just, <laughs> just throwing uppercuts and <laughs> fist <laughs> pumping the sky. I haven't got fuel money to get home. Sorry, <laughs> uh, Pete. Pete does now. Oh, oh yeah. Nudge Bar, just quietly number seven, race seven in Townsville. Nudge Bar. You watch this will be this shit. The one that'll be shit. No, no, killed it last week. It was coming up against the best dog well, of the night. This is the trap. This is the trap. No, but yeah. it won paying 14s last week and it's paying 11s tonight. So, nudge bar. Nudge bar. It's actually not a bad dog. Race now, seven. Race seven, number seven. Now that you've missed hundreds of dollars of, uh, of winnings <laughs> and you're trying to recoup, <laughs> he throws the nudge bar. He's going to snap a leg. He's <laughs> almost guaranteed to be taken off on a stretcher. Good dog. <laughs> All right. Where were we? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to take you on it. I'm going to put it on there. I'm going it. Yeah. George is uh, dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut here. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> Start to finish. Do you want to watch the full match replay on? <laughs> I don't want. It's just I don't uh, want that pain. I don't want to live it again. Unbelievable. I saw the celebration. Uh. That was enough. <laughs>